Hello and welcome to another episode of Stronger, Healthier, and Happier, the official podcast of Hill Family Chiropractic. I'm your host, Michael, and with me is Dr. Jared Hill, chiropractor, owner, and CEO of Hill Family Chiropractic. Hello again, Dr. Hill. Hello, hello. We are back, and and it's nice to be back. Yes. It is. A week later, we're recording again, um, and uh, anything awesome this week? Anything interesting? Actually, I'm extra excited about this episode. You are? Yeah. Why I mean, is that? Because I love talking about the nervous system. That's I mean, great. It's just, yeah, it's fun. That is fun. Well, that's cool. And uh, I think that there's a lot for patients to learn this episode. We're going to, there's part three, first of all, of our series where we are taking the Better Results Faster workshop and we're putting it all into some podcast episodes to really unpack some of the details on how chiropractic care can help you, what to do, what not to do to, to get the most out of your chiropractic care. And, and overall health. And your overall health. Exactly. Just whether you're getting chiropractic care or not, these things are super helpful. And so today, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the main systems in our body that control our health. Uh, we're going to talk about that and a lot more. So let me get started with the first question. You ready? Let's do it. All right. So let's start off with this. By way of review, we talked about this in the last episode. You know, we started off episode one talking about Dr. Hill, his story, where he, like what made him decide to become a chiropractor and the kind of chiropractor that he is and the focus on health and fitness and all that. And then we talked on the second episode last week about uh, how we know we're healthy and are Americans healthy? And if, if not, why not? If so, how do we know? So just can you kind of nutshell that for me real quick? Uh, recap. Nutshell. Let's see. I'll package it up a little bit. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so basically in, in a nutshell. Yes. So, uh, I mean, a lot of people, we base their health on how we, what? Feel. Great. Yeah. So yes. the main key thing, I think through that whole uh, podcast is really understanding that if we base our health on how we feel, then we're going to be in a lot of danger. And sure. unfortunately, that's where our society we have a tendency to base it on if we feel good and we can keep doing what we do. And then that way, th- that way we don't end up really making a whole lot of changes or we get disconnected from how we're really supposed to take care of our body and our health. Yeah. And so one, one note on that is, is uh, uh, I was thinking about this as I was driving over here to prepare for this podcast and, and something that I was thinking of, I just feel like one of the things we need to do uh, wherever you're at, any condition or any problem or any health thing that's going on with our with our life and our health and our body uh, just is to stop and say, okay, before just going and looking for the next medication or doctor or chiropractor or whatever else or herb to, to throw in our body to try to help get rid of that symptom is to really uh, bring the Lord into that situation and say, hey, is there something I need to start doing or stop doing that may be causing this situation? And, and really kind of going back to reconnecting to how uh, we're designed and created and taking responsibility for our health that may be actually causing some of those issues. So we'll, we'll talk about that in some later episodes and to get more detail, but it's just kind of like a first step that we need to really go back to the basics of how amazingly we're designed and created to heal and repair. And uh, we just need to know how to take care of it. And so um, one of the key things we want to do is look at how we are functioning is to really understand how healthy we are. So, to, so it's about not feeling, but function. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Yes. How we're functioning. Is the body doing what it's designed to do? Yes, that's a lot do? more simple, isn't it? It is, but I like I liked the, <laughs> like the way we got there because you had some illustration, you had some other thoughts, and, and you, you that's added some- That's a big some, nutshell. Is it, uh, I don't know. 
not necessarily a pistachio, more like a <laughs> walnut or something. Got it. Okay. Or Brazil nut. What are those big the Brazil nuts? Those are like I have no idea. Golf ball size or bigger, aren't they? Anyway, I I'm allergic to nuts, so I don't know. I can't eat any of them. <laughs> so yeah, we're talking about function here, and and we're talking about how our body does what it's designed to do, and so. When we talk about function and we talk about health, there is a system in our body that keeps us healthy. Yes. There's a system that has been, I mean, like the operating system of our body has a special software. I'm the computer nerd that's going to always wrap it around computer stuff, but it's designed to do a specific task and that task is keeping us healthy. What is that system and what can you tell us about how it works? Yeah, the central nervous system, which okay. is, consists of your brain, your spinal cord, and then that branches out from the spine and spreading through our body, the spinal nerves. And then it just branches out like tree branches and then the, and, or an irrigation system that runs through our arms and our legs and, and then controls all of our organs and glands. And that system is broken down, that central nervous system is broken down into three categories, your sensory nerves, your motor nerves, and your autonomic nerves. Cool. <laughs> so so your sensory nerves do what i could guess yes but. you know what it is but anyway sensory nerves are <laughs> the nerves that control how you feel right and and okay. that's where uh, most people uh we have a, you know it's very important to help regulate yeah. how we feel i mean when you put a, your hand on a hot stove you want those sensory nerves to be working sure so that way your your uh um your sense of smell isn't the first thing that actually triggers you should take your hand off of the stove. Yeah, by the time right. you smell your flesh burning, <laughs> that would not be good. It's a little late. So yeah. you, the sensory nerves are the ones that tell you how you feel, right? But that's yeah. only 10% of all the nerves in your body. So we have the other 90% of the nerves, which is your nerves controlling your muscles, the motor nerves, and then the, the autonomic nerves controlling all your organs and glands. So one of the things that we do in our office to make sure uh, the, the whole nervous system is working well, we, we want to take an intake of the history of, of an individual and find out how their sensory nerves are functioning so they can tell us where they hurt, what their body signals, or what's going on with their body. That's important. But again, that's only 10%. So we need to also look deeper of uh, what's happening to the rest of the nervous system. And that's really the, the, um, the subluxation station, which helps our evaluate how those nervous system systems are working and adapting to daily stress in their lives. And we have technology that helps measure that and look, identify um, uh, indications or problem spots, kind of like hot spots in a sense. Gotcha. And, um, to look at the, the motor, uh, it controls the muscles all along the spine so we can kind of determine if it's pulling 40% or 80% more in one area than another area along the spine or the, the nerves controlling your organs and glands, the autonomic nervous system which is looking for temperature differences, the biggest organ in the body, your blood vessels, the circulatory system. And, and there's uh, any kind of imbalance in that system correlates to issues internally. I see. So, so we're talking about three different things that, can, that your nervous system consists of, but, but we're not talking about like your sensory nervous system is one third. You're saying it's 10%. 10%, yeah. So, so people are basing how they feel or basing their health on 10% of the truth and then those other things that you're talking about, we measure and how we measure, unless you get those measured, is there any other way to know how they're doing until, like before you feel something? Is there any way to know for sure besides testing? Um, you, you know, besides how we feel, like you're saying, yeah, if, yeah. We, if like, we can't go by how we feel, if, we, if need we don't to... feel bad yet, can we know that there's something wrong? No. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that's where it's important to be. You know, there's a lot of different tests to start evaluating that. Yeah. We have blood pressure and then blood work and all kinds of things that can also facilitate to look for red flags all things are working uh, in the inside, right? And then even like CT scans and MRIs and so forth. And just like uh, why we go to the dentist when we, uh, you know, if somebody has a cavity, there may be rotting going on in their teeth, but um, by the time they feel that problem in, their, in the cavity, many times that's been going on a long time. And actually sometimes it can start affecting the other tooth and so forth, right? Gotcha. So that's why, why, do the, why would the dentist do x-rays of their teeth in, or do a checkup um, even if they didn't have any pain? Yeah, it's to evaluate, to look at the condition. What's the, what's the direction of those teeth? Is it starting to decay? Is there anything different they need to do to help stop that and make sure it's not affecting the rest of their mouth or teeth, right? Right. Wouldn't that be good to go ahead and do that with our spine? Our spine, our bones, just like the bones of our teeth, many people, they think, I'll know it when I've got a problem, right? Because they base it on how they feel. And unfortunately, people can have major issues going on in their spine, degeneration, rotting going on in their spine, their discs deteriorating and arthritis and have no pain whatsoever. And uh, we, we see that weekly yeah. in, in our office, yeah, right? I mean, and having to, unfortunately, uh, having to show people, fortunately and unfortunately, fortunately, we can show them so then they can start trying to make a change and uh, do things positively to impact that, to try to put a stop or slow that process down or reverse it as much as possible, which there are a lot of things that can be done. Um, but the sooner, the better, just like a right. cavity or anything else, the further progression of damage or deterioration in the body, or even with an organ or a gland or cancer, or the sooner you can catch that and find it, the path that it's going, the better odds of, of, of being able to remove or get better function uh, and get it healthier on a healthier path. Yeah. Okay. So, so we have this system controlling every system. And I know most people when you think about what system keeps us healthy, the first thing that comes to their mind is the immune system, right? But the immune system is controlled by the system you're talking about, the yeah. nervous system. So without a healthy nervous system, you cannot have a healthy immune system. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I mean um, exactly. Because it's, cause here's the thing is your, your nervous system is what's coordinating yeah. and telling the immune system or the digestive system, pulmonary, cardiovascular system, all the systems in your body are coordinated and told what to do through the central nervous system. So if your central nervous system is not working well, then it's going to have issues. Just like the, the Journal of Neurological Science talks about how the functional capability of your, I mean, the, the quality of your healing is directly related to the functional capability of your nervous system to be able to send and receive messages. Mm. So... It's kind of like the, um, your ability of your brain uh, to be able to, to get information and then to distribute that back to the body. I see. It's, it's your nervous system is literally the interface between the world we live in and your internal in your body, right? Yeah. And how it reacts to it. So, so you've got this information superhighway, right? Mm -hmm. Inside of your body. We all do. And I don't even know how much, like if you were to stretch all of the... The, the space out, you know how they always say like it would wrap around the earth three times. I don't know the truth about that. Nobody's ever tried that before, you know, to say what it really is. But there's so much data going through your body at once. You know, I think of it like, like our office being, being filled with network cable, right? So all our computers communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. And we've got the same, this, this, I'm in the very back of our office and back here. And I have a cable that runs all the way to the front so that my computer can see all the same stuff everyone else's computers see, right? Mm -hmm. 
and we can all communicate with each other that way. We can send each other messages to say, hey, so-and-so came in the office just now. They're a little early. Can you do this? Whatever. And we can communicate that way to make sure the office functions the way it's supposed to, yeah. right? So would you say it's similar to that or exactly like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Meaning, yeah, it's kind of like those cables that are running through the office yeah. are like the nerves in our body and helping to coordinate and make sure everything's working right. And yeah. it's, it's, it's another example would be kind of like Wi-Fi. So a signal gotcha. strength, so whether it's a signal going through a wire or a signal going through the air, there's things that can block or interfere with it, yeah. right? So through our body and through our tissues and everything else, there's there, if there's things that are restricting the, um, the communication of your body, then there's going to be a breakdown. There's going to be a problem adapting. Your body is not going to be as adaptive or resilient to external forces, stress of this crazy world we live in, right? So, of course, we're all about helping people to be um, more adaptive, more resilient, and so they can have a better quality of life, and their body can handle and deal with stress better and and have a much healthier path for their overall life and so there's a, that comes with a lot of things not just your nervous system but then also we'll later t- episodes talk about what they need to be doing to make sure to to keep their spine yeah. their nervous system all the things healthy gotcha so so we've got the central nervous system we've got the whole the whole gamut of everything in our body being controlled through there what's the main the main source that distributes all that through everything else the one, the one thing that comes down the middle of our back. <laughs> what right. is it? Well, I mean, it's your, your spinal. Well, if I understand your question correctly, yeah. your, your brain is connected to your spinal cord, which runs gotcha. right down yeah. through your, the middle of your body. That's why they call it central, yeah. uh, the central nervous system. But really you think about, um, I love to talk about how healing comes from the inside out, mm-hmm. uh, above, down, inside out, because we're designed and created. You can have, what's the difference between a uh, a live person and a dead person is it's they can have a healthy nervous system sure <laughs> but if you don't have life running through the nervous system yeah. and of course god gave us that life and the ability to heal and repair the power that we're given meaning of the 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 fact of the outer body is is self-healing and self-regulating but it, but it's you the ner- the body is using the nervous system to be able to distribute and communicate and adapt and repair and heal and all the things so um of course, that's why we're not putting any more healing in there. It's already there. It's just, is there things interfering with not allowing those messages and that communication to get through the body right? And that's where there is a lot of things that can interfere with it. Yeah, there's, it's pretty interesting. Um, one of my favorite things in our office is we have posters, a couple posters at least, that have literally like a picture of somebody and their, their spinal cord, or it's a drawing, not a literal picture of somebody's spinal cord, but it's a drawing. <laughs> and, it's, and it shows like parts of the body that are connected from the spinal cord through the nerves to those different parts of the body. So you've got like the spinal cord up in here and you see like eyeballs and it's like connecting through that stuff and goes all the way down, all the way down to your digestive system and down there. And um, are there like, do you have any, what are a couple examples of that that you see consistently where, hey, somebody comes in with issues and you know, I'm not here to treat this particular issue, but by allowing your spinal cord and your nervous system to do what it's supposed to do, you're going to start getting results in that, that situation. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good question. How I mean, does that correlate? I mean, we have patients all the time that will come in and uh, let's say they are, have constipation, mm. right? Uh, that for some reason, they're having constipation and maybe they've struggled with it for years. And uh, we're not treating constipation in our office, but what yeah. we uh, 
if we find a, a problem in the spine that's interfering with the nerves, usually in the lower back, um, that those are the nerves that travel and control uh, and help communicate to the digestive system to work properly. So many times they can have a problem in their lower back and it's interfering and not allowing the digestive system to work right. Same thing with, with uh, diarrhea or irritable bowel or Crohn's disease or I mean on mm. on. We have patients constantly coming in with reflux, right? Like they'll come in, they have heartburn, they have reflux, and they've been on all kinds of medications. Nothing seems to work. They just have to keep restricting their diet and all these things. Well, number one, we have to help them understand uh, a lot of it can be due to the stress and what they're eating and all that, right? But, but a lot of times they have had, uh, they have a problem in their spine that's they've tried it, their diet changes and all this other stuff and it's not working right because in the middle of your back, right between your shoulder blades are the nerves that control the stomach and the esophagus. And it's so common that as soon as we start adjusting to restore the proper alignment and allow in that area and then allow the nerves that come out of that part of the spine to be able to communicate and send and receive those messages, all of a sudden when they eat food, their, 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 their digestive system knows what, what kind of pH and acid and digestive enzymes to be released and produced to heal and repair like, and break things down and absorb and yeah. like it's supposed to. And all of a sudden someone doesn't have reflux anymore. I mean- I mean, you can go on and on with, with allergies and sinuses and, and ear wow. infections. I mean, it's, and again, we're not treating any of those conditions, but right. we we've see, have seen any and all those things get well in our office by just removing interference, right? The blockage. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, last kind of analogy that I'm thinking of is air traffic control. When you go to the airport and you're going to fly somewhere, you know, there are airplanes in the sky, thousands and thousands of airplanes. I don't like thinking about it, having to fly next week. I don't like thinking about the fact that there are thousands and thousands of airplanes in the sky. <laughs> Hundreds of people across the, the, the country, we'll just keep in the country, who have to communicate to these pilots and let them know, this is the runway you land on. This is the direction you're going to come from. This is, you know, this is the time I want you to be in this space so that you can land freely. You at the end of the runway, don't leave or you're going to... Imagine one little interference, one little hiccup with air traffic control, not allowing them to communicate the right communication to, to one pilot, right? Or two pilots. It can mess so much up. And then you, then you end up having to, to keep everybody in the air on, and like, you know, you're going to circle until we sort this out, you know, so that kind of, that kind of issue. And I've been in flights that have been postponed or canceled because there was air traffic control issues somewhere else. And we're not even going to get in the air until we know that the core, the core location of information to make sure we all do what we're supposed to do works properly. Otherwise, we're not even going to take off. Right. And, I, and I think that, you know, that central nervous system, that's our air traffic control. That's telling everything in our body that controls, that's piloting everything else in our body. Here's how to do this exactly the way. That, that made me think of it when you said... Um, you know, the pH balance, the amount of acid, the amount of this to do to digest. It's all these little details that we, our body, without us consciously knowing it, tells itself to do properly. And it only makes sense to me that the system that controls that is the, one of the most crucial systems to keep healthy in our body. Right. And, and just to touch on that too, is the r reason why I'm so passionate about it is because our society, remember, we, we have a tendency to... Um, uh, base our health on how we feel. So yeah. that means typically we're trying to treat what we don't like, how we feel. And we're, yeah. we're not necessarily focusing in on why is the body having uh, a shoulder pain? Why is the body having a sinus problem? Why is the, the child constantly having ear infections in the eustachian tubes not draining properly? Like 
we're not addressing the underlying. And another analogy with that, if we're, as we're working on analogies, is I, lo- I love them. Let's, let's say <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, you were you and I went on a trip and we came back to my house and uh, it was completely dark. We pulled up to the mm-hmm. house and no big deal. Lights are off. It's completely dark. I walk in the house and I flip a switch and it's still dark. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Maybe that light bulb's out. Go to the, another uh, light, flip a switch. That's it's out. That one, that one's not not working either. What's the next step? Is breakers, breakers right? Yeah. So we're gonna um, stumble our way. Well, now not anymore. We have our phones. We're gonna turn our flashlight on. Yeah, but yeah. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna uh, work our way up to the breaker box, and we're gonna take a look. And if even if it was completely dark, I'm gonna run my fingers down mm. down that that breaker box and figure out which breaker is out of alignment. Yeah, right. And yeah. that. That area is where I'm going to flip that back and make an adjustment to that breaker to what restore what power power yeah yeah we like to say power is on when yep. someone gets an adjustment because we're restoring the power so that way the body all of a sudden the light switches will work right yeah and, or then then you can identify once the power's on then you can identify if we have a missing light bulb or a, a light bulb that's not working right sure and unfortunately most of the the systems that are working right now, we're going and, and here's how our world healthcare system, unfortunately, typically runs is, okay, wait, I hit that light switch. It's not working. I hit another one. It's not working. All right, let's grab the ladder and a bunch of light bulbs. Let's start changing them out. Let's, let's start trying to do that. So they'll, they'll start t- changing out all the light bulbs or, or, you know, meaning trying, trying to do other things like that rather than going to the source. Yeah, going all the way to the source is the power box on is is the power to that gallbladder is the power to the digestive system to the cardiovascular system whatever is going on is there direct or full power Wi-Fi going to that that's the yeah. so then when I talk about getting the underlying cause or core we have to make sure we're doing that first otherwise that's where we have a lot of people that they're they're working so hard trying to uh, eat better and exercise, doing the lifestyle things, which is fantastic, and it can help so many people with their overall health. But then a lot of times they they plateau, or it's not working for their blood pressure, or their digestive, or their cardiovascular system, whatever's going on. Yeah. Um, and it may not be working for them because they're not going to. It, is there any problems with the spine and the nervous system that's not allowing their body to react optimally to all the exercise, to the nutrition that they're doing? Yeah, that's right? awesome. Well, that, that's great because that's going to lead us right into the next episode where we're going to talk about the suit of armor that protects your spinal cord Perfect. so that you can be safe. And the idea that, of course, something that important is going to need some sort of protection, like a suit of armor around it. So yeah, we're going to talk about that in the next episode. And that's all. And it's hilarious that you used the breaker example because I got home last night and my internet wasn't working. <laughs> and it's because the breaker to my office where all that stuff is, my router and, and all that stuff, it was not working it keeps tripping and they've got the new sensitive breakers these days and it wouldn't work so anyway that's funny because so, that is a very dear to my heart <laughs> yes a true example so before we leave though on that note okay. we have a breaker bot right like, like so what if we it keeps happening right let's yeah. say if it keeps happening keeps happening do we just keep plugging it and keep you doing that or do we go okay what am i doing or what's going on what keeps yeah. tripping the breaker box i went in and i started i unplugged everything in my office and turned the lights off and I plugged in thing, one thing at a time until the, break, until the breaker tripped. And then I realized that's the thing. Something's that's going the on load with that. It needs. That is, yeah. Well, it was a computer that I have too many computers plugged in. And it was, it was 
it's got a problem and I knew it had a problem because I'm working on it and it's pulling too much power. And so it's killing that breaker. And so, yeah. So, was, so on I that note the issue. Yeah. is, is <laughs> with one of the things, again, we're passionate about is someone will come in for the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. I mean, we can keep flipping that breaker and help keep the power, but eventually we got to start asking the question, what may be trick, uh, tripping that breaker to keep right. causing that problem? And we're going to talk about that in late, some later episodes yeah. <laughs> too of, of there's specific things that we are doing or not doing that keeps mm-hmm. flipping or tri- uh, tripping the, the tripping, flipping, tripping the, the breaker, the, the flipping breaker, the breaker, whatever. And that is so critical to get to the underlying issue. Um, and uh, that, that, anyway, another, another, that's for another episode. That's for so. another episode in the future. But um, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, you can email us at info at hillfamilychiropractic.com. Uh, that's info at hillfamilychiropractic.com. You can also uh, comment on YouTube, and this video can be post- will be posted to Facebook. You can comment on there as well. And other than that, um, you, we're just grateful you're listening. Dr. Hill, thank you for, yeah. for jumping in here. And let us know if you if you liked the episode, if you didn't, whatever it is, yeah. we want we want we want to know. If you hated it, please let us know. Yeah. That's Michael, okay. Less computer rants. <laughs> if that's what you if you want to just give me that advice, then I'll take it. You know, you could also leave a review. We should sh- should start showing up now on your different podcast listening apps, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or there's so many of them, and we are on all of them. So if uh, if you listen to a podcast somewhere that allows you to leave a review, please leave a review on there. Tell them that you, you know, you enjoy learning and whatever, however you want to say it, and just say that you're, you're grateful for the podcast so that other people can see that maybe they can get something out of it too. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Thank Hill, you. for doing the show with me again today. And we will see you next time on Stronger, Healthier, and Happier, the official podcast of Hill Family Chiropractic. Mm-hmm.